For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I will immediately cancel every open borders policy of the Biden administration. You can come into our country, but you have to come in legally. That was last weekend in Columbus. He attracted a lot of attention. He always does. Former President Donald Trump addressing the Georgia GOP convention again last weekend in Columbus, the Georgia Republican Party convention. Uh, orders of business choosing new party leadership. Chose Josh McCoon, his hometown of Columbus to be the next chair of the Georgia Republican Party. And as we said, not a great degree of controversy associated with that. That was more or less anticipated that of the three candidates, Josh McCoon probably be the one that came out on top. He did. A lot of surprise, though, and some heartburn. When he got around to choosing the first vice chair, who joins us now, Brian Pritchard. Brian Pritchard up there in LJ, the newly elected chair, uh, vice chair of the Georgia Republican Party. Brian Pritchard, thanks for your time this morning. Hey, thank you, Tim. I want to tell you first and foremost how much I appreciate over the years getting an opportunity to work with you, being on the program. And I want to thank you for being uh, for reaching out. I mean, you know, I've offered everybody just reach out, ask any questions, but you did, and I'm here, and I appreciate you. All right, well, here's my first question, and, and I don't even know if you know this. What does the job entail? Uh, I, I, I guess I have some sense of what the chair is going to do, although in some respects I imagine he actually defines the job himself. Uh, what is the role? I don't know that I even knew there was one. What is the role of the first vice chair? Well, let me let me say this. In the, in the Georgia Republican Party, there's only that I'm aware of. There's only three job descriptions. That's the chair, the secretary and the treasurer have a firm written job description description. Your first vice chair and your second vice chair uh, actually are uh, support to the chair. So it, it's a fluid uh, um, it's a fluid position that that I will work with the chair at the discretion of what the chair would like for me to do. Now, we have some plans, obviously. And I did go to all the candidates before the election and uh, make a commitment to work with them. So there's not a written job description. Now, as you well know, I love to go around the state and talk to patriots in different groups, and I've already got about 10 set up. But the, the actual definition of the job is is not something that's written down and we we will work within what the chair wants us to do all right let's dive into this brian pritchard uh, up there in lj vice chair of the georgia gop all right uh, and this came to light actually as you were running unsuccessfully as it turns out for a seat in the georgia house some months ago and it surfaced again with your selection last weekend to, to the role that you now have in party leadership some years ago pennsylvania close to 30 years ago now up there in allegheny county pennsylvania got yourself in a bit of a jam legal wise I, I gather you didn't spend any time eating off 10 trays in a prison someplace, but you did uh, get some probation, had to pay $30,000 plus in some fines, some fraud and forgery business dealt with in Pennsylvania. You come to Georgia, and while you're on probation, or so the story goes, you vote in Georgia's elections. Turns out that would be a violation of Georgia law. And that is an issue because, or so the story is being told, uh, that you, as someone who's active, very active in politics in Georgia, Republican politics, 
districts in Georgia, uh, very staunchly against people who vote illegally in elections. And yet here you are, according to some credibly accused of doing the same thing. Anything you want to say about any of that, just take off and run with it. Yes, first and foremost, 30 years ago, I broke the law. I'm not proud of it. It has bothered me every day of my life, and I am forgiven. Uh, that's a long, deep story, what took place. I will never say it's okay. I will never say what I did was was a misunderstanding. And I have put my number out, and everybody knows me, as you well do, and have told people to call me, and I tell them the story. I, uh, I voted every single time they make the accusation. Let's use the word accusation. I voted every single time. I'm proud of every single vote. I never voted once in the state of Georgia uh, uh, illegally. I did not vote illegally. They tried to spend $100,000, $100,000 in a state house race back in December to try to discredit me. Uh, the Secretary of State's office had no choice but to put me on the ballot. I was legally on the ballot. I legally ran for state house. I legally ran for first vice chair. And as you well know, I do not hide from I do not hide from any of this. Uh, I will talk to anybody about it at any time. But right now, right now, what what the accusation is being made, uh, I guess I have to say I am glad I'm the voter fraud that the secretary of state found. I am glad because, you know, I didn't hide my address. I didn't hide. I didn't stuff a ballot box. I mean, if you go look at where I voted, the, the accusation that I that I voted illegally, go look at it. It's it's my address. It's my name. I went in person and voted. I'm an in-person voter. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad they found me. Let's just put it like well, that. I want to make sure I have my facts right on this, Brian Pritchard, because what I'm reading here and what's being reported here is that you registered to vote in Georgia in 2008 and in nine elections did so while your probation was still in effect. The probation didn't end until 2011. That's, that's debated, that, Tim. That's debated. Now, now, I appreciate the way you, you are actually putting out, you're putting out, the way you're the first person's ever called me okay you think the ajc has called me no mark nisi is a coward they don't call me you think i've sit down for an interview with eric erickson no he sits on the radio the other day and calls me a criminal we are going to stop that in the republican party identifying and condemning people okay so i understand why their heads are exploding i understand why they're upset i understand why they're worried because 2024 we're going to win as the republican party we're energized we're united now to what you just said and, and the the accusation being made while serving okay um that will that will air out because there's there's controversy on when Everything ended. The Secretary of State says it ended on this day. The, the, the Georgia State Pardon and Parole Board said it ended on a different day. All right? Uh, so, so that will air out in the end. Now, the, the Secretary of State's office sent this. The Board of Elections, let's just get it out here. The Board of Elections of the state of Georgia, an accusation was made. They did their internal investigation. They sent it over to the Attorney General's office. The Attorney General's office sent it to the district attorney where I live. That's, that's the procedure. The district attorney reviewed everything and sent it back. Because there's nothing there, there's nothing to pursue. So it went back to the secret. Went back to the attorney general's office, and this is the way the attorney general's office of Georgia is spending taxpayer money to pursue me 
Now, I'm not facing charges. Let's get that out. I'm not facing charges, okay? Last year, last year, Tim, they sent me a letter that basically said, it, it's pretty deep, but it basically said, hey, you sign this no omission of guilt letter and pay us $4,000. I didn't do anything wrong. Why would I give them $4,000? And we're a small business. $4,000 is a lot of money to my wife and I. We work seven days a week. You know, I'm not criminal number one out in a grocery store stealing stuff. You know, we have employees, and we try to keep people employed in the state of Georgia working every day. So they said, hey, send us $4,000 and sign this no admission of guilt, and we'll get, we'll get this over with. Anybody else, they'd send a $250 fine or 500 me 4000 So what did we say? We said no. I didn't do anything wrong. Why would I give you $4,000? I didn't do anything. Okay? Bottom line. So – yeah, I, I, I can't go any further than that, but I, you know, they, they, they may try to charge me a fine of up to $90,000, $10,000 their case. We will see what happens. But, you know, no, I'm not facing charges. Yeah, no, to I'm this point, to no charges have been filed in this case, Brian. No, 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 no. Hell, you would be able to find it at the county courthouse sure. where I was charged. The, the, the accusation is I'm facing nine charges. Come on, get real. You know, I don't know if anybody read Professor Alex Halderman's 96-page report that was released yesterday, you know, about the Dominion voting machines and what's going on with those. Uh, you know, so, the, you know, the subject that they want to do, the, the, some of these people, and sadly many of them, you know, okay, so – uh, sorry, go ahead, Tim. Well, I wanted to move on to something else quickly, and i got just a couple of minutes left here, Brian Pritchard. Uh, and this deals, and we talked with Alex Johnson about this uh, in the weeks leading up to the convention, a couple of weeks before the convention. The accountability rule I was going to give the party, or would have, uh, the, 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 the Georgia Republican Assembly, Alex Johnson and his group, pushing this, the accountability rule, uh, the ability to determine who's conservative enough to be a Republican in Georgia. Where are you on all that? Well, I want to start out by saying I left the convention and the convention itself, so the reporting, uh, I was at Tybee Island, you know, at the last convention. I've been to state conventions. Uh, this is this is a unified party. So let's get that out. There's a lot of noise out there. This is a unified party. We are going to win in 2024. We're united. I will not let anything take my focus away from winning in 2024. The accountability rule, I'll go on record with anything. You know me very well. I am glad the conversation is, is, is started. All right. Don't, don't hear something I'm not saying. I'm not supporting it in its current form. I'm not against it. Uh, but, but I'm glad we're having the conversation. I think in the state of Georgia, we're concerned that some legislation and some things that are happening under the gold dome don't reflect what we call Republican values. So the conversation, uh, the conversation is, is, is being had. Um, I look forward to being involved in that conversation, and I I think Republicans should be held to a standard. Each and every one of us, we we should be. Right, so, quickly, um, I got like one minute left, and you're a radio guy, so you know what that means. Give me about a minute here. I tweeted this out, uh, and, and it's maybe one of the most viral tweets I've ever put out there. Uh, my observation about the Republican Party convention in Columbus was that a two-time Republican governor, two-term Republican governor with a 70% approval rating wouldn't have been welcomed there. What do you make of that? I, I don't know. You know, when you say that, I, I agree with what you're reading from from you know, the media say it would not have been welcome. I'm not for sure that's the case. I'm really not. Uh, I don't like when we say he would not have been welcome. I have asked, and I've been up front, and you know that, I have asked 
the governor just come out and say, you will support our nominee no matter who our nominee is in 2024. I made that commitment. Josh McCoon's made that commitment. We have all made that commitment that our nominee is going to get elected. And uh, what I what I read uh, the other day is Governor Kemp has come out and he he's met what I rec- I said I wanted to hear that he will support the nominee in 2024. So I don't know that he would not have been. Um, Welcome. I do know the delegates. I'll say this. They were upset he didn't come. Mm. They felt he should have been there. So I don't know how it would have been if he would have showed up. But we're glad to hear that the governor said he's going to support our nominee. And, you know, we're all going to be running down the same road together in 2024. Ryan Pritchard, first vice chair of the Georgia Republican Party up there in LLJ. Thanks for being a stand up guy. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.